But I want to give you this passage that you've probably heard to some degree in your life of the son who was a party animal, the prodigal son. Prodigal is a partying, waster, frivolous adjective. Luke chapter 15, verse 11 through 32. This is the story of the lost son or the prodigal son. Two sons loved deeply by their father. Verse 11, he says, Then he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided them, divided to them his livelihood, his inheritance, essentially. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. Has anybody ever wasted anything of value? Come on, somebody, nobody's wasted anything. Two people, we're doing good here. I like it. We're doing good. We don't like to waste. It's not efficient. You can ask Nate about that. We don't like to waste stuff. He wasted his possessions or his inheritance with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want. A famine is a lack of food, resources for survival. So after he had an excess of, sur- of supply because of his cash, his cash money, he burnt it all. And then when he actually needed a food and such, there was nothing to even go buy, and he had no money to buy it with. Anyway, then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. So he got a job. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. The key's working. I think, I think we're having technical. There it goes. Okay. It just feels good. Um, but when he came to himself, he said, how many of the father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? I perish with hunger. Um, by the way, we've got a really cool keyboard. This thing's really gold. We got a really cool Nord. It matches Nolani's shirt, but we haven't brought that in yet. It's really cool. I'm just saying, not to dig- digress here. Verse 18, I will rise and go to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So what he's done is he asked his dad for his inheritance. He went and he wasted it in a sinful way and then he got in dire straits and needed food and when he was far away the famine hit so there was no food so he had no choice but to come back and beg his father to help him I will rise and go to my father and will say to him father I have sinned against heaven and before you and I am no longer worthy to be called your son make me like one of your hired servants so he was he understood what he did And he asked if his dad would just hire him. And he rose and came to his father, but when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion, actually, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. To fall on his neck means an embrace, like a big hug. Like, it's a a term we don't hear often, but that's what it means. They embraced, and he kissed and loved on his son. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and in your sight I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him. 
and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. And he was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. So he welcomed him back unexpectedly with such a grace. It was just not fathomable. And so the big brother hears of this. Now the older son was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. Why is there such joy going on in the house? And he said to him, your brother has come. And because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. That means he made a feast for him, a barbecue. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I've been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I might be married with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came who has devoured your livelihood, basically wasted your inheritance with harlots, we won't say what those are, prostitutes, and you killed the fatted calf for him? Like, what's this about? And he said to him, son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad. But I want to give you this passage that you've probably heard to some degree in your life of the son who was a party animal, the prodigal son. Prodigal is a party waster, frivolous adjective. Luke chapter 15, verse 11 through 32. This is the story of the lost son or the prodigal son. Two sons loved deeply by their father. Verse 11, he says, Then he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided them, divided to them his livelihood, his inheritance, essentially. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. Has anybody ever wasted anything of value? Come on, somebody, nobody's wasted anything. Two people, we're doing good here. I like it. We're doing good. We don't like to waste. It's not efficient. You can ask Nate about that. We don't like to waste stuff. He wasted his possessions or his inheritance with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want. A famine is a lack of food, resources for survival. So after he had an excess of supply because of his cash, his cash money, he burnt it all. And then when he actually needed a food and such, there was nothing to even go buy, and he had no money to buy it with anyway. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. So he got a job. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. The key's working. I think, I think we're having technical. There it goes. Okay. It just feels good. Um, but when he came to himself, he said, how many of the father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? I perish with hunger. Um, by the way, we've got a really cool keyboard. This thing's really old. We got a really cool Nord 
it matches Nolani's shirt. But we haven't brought that in yet. It's really cool, I was saying, not to digress here. Verse 18, I will rise and go to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So what he's done is he asked his dad for his inheritance. He went and he wasted it in a sinful way. And then he got in dire straits and needed food. And when he was far away, the famine hit, so there was no food. So he had no choice but to come back and beg his father to help him. I will rise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he was, he understood what he did and he asked if his dad would just hire him. And he rose and came to his father, but when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion, actually, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. To fall on his neck means an embrace, like a big hug. Like, it's a, it's a term we don't hear often, but that's what it means. They embraced, and he kissed and loved on his son. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and in your sight I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. And he was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. So he welcomed him back unexpectedly with such a grace. It was just not fathomable. And so the big brother hears of this. Now the older son was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. Why is there such joy going on in the house? And he said to him, your brother has come. And because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. That means he made a feast for him, a barbecue but he was angry and would not go in. Therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, lo, these many years I've been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I might be merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came who has devoured your livelihood, basically wasted your inheritance with harlots, we won't say what those are, prostitutes, and you killed the fatted calf for him, Like, what's this about? And he said to him, son, you are always with me and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad. But I want to give you this passage that you've probably heard to some degree in your life of the son who was a party animal, the prodigal son. Prodigal is a partying, waster, frivolous adjective. Luke chapter 15, verse 11 through 32. This is the story of the lost son or the prodigal son. Two sons loved deeply by their father. Verse 11, he says, Then he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided them, divided to them his livelihood his inheritance, essentially. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. Has anybody ever wasted anything? 
of value. Come on, somebody. Nobody's wasted anything. Two people. We're doing good here. I like it. We're doing good. We don't like to waste. It's not efficient. You can ask Nate about that. We don't like to waste stuff. He wasted his possessions or his inheritance with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want. A famine is a lack of food, resources for survival. So after he had an excess of supply because of his cash, his cash money, he burnt it all. And then when he actually needed a food and such, there was nothing to even go buy, and he had no money to buy it with anyway. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. So he got a job. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. The key's working. I think, I think we're having technical. There it goes. Okay. It just feels good. Um, but when he came to himself, he said, how many of the father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? I perish with hunger. Um, by the way, we've got a really cool keyboard. This thing's really old. We got a really cool Nord. It matches Nolani's shirt, but we haven't brought that in yet. It's really cool. I was saying, not to dig- digress here. Verse 18. I will rise and go to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. And I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So what he's done is he asked his dad for his inheritance. He went and he wasted it in a sinful way. And then he got in dire straits and needed food. And when he was far away, the famine hit, so there was no food. So he had no choice but to come back and beg his father to help him. I will rise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he, was, he understood what he did, and he asked if his dad would just hire him. And he rose and came to his father, but when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion, actually, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. To fall on his neck means an embrace, like a big hug. Like, it's a, it's a term we don't hear often, but that's what it means. They embraced, and he kissed and loved on his son. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and in your sight I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. And he was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. So he welcomed him back unexpectedly with such a grace. It was just not fathomable. And so the big brother hears of this. Now the older son was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. Why is there such joy going on in the house? And he said to him, your brother has come. And because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. That means he made a feast for him, a barbecue. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, 
lo these many years I've been serving you, I never transgressed your commandment at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I might be married with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came who has devoured your livelihood, basically wasted your inheritance with harlots, we won't say what those are, prostitutes, and you killed the fatted calf for him? Like, what's this about? And he said to him, son, you are always with me and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad. But I want to give you this passage that you've probably heard to some degree in your life of the son who was a party animal, the prodigal son. Prodigal is a partying, waster, frivolous adjective. Luke chapter 15, verse 11 through 32. This is the story of the lost son or the prodigal son. Two sons loved deeply by their father. Verse 11, he says, Then he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided them, divided to them his livelihood, his inheritance, essentially. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. Has anybody ever wasted anything of value? Come on, somebody, nobody's wasted anything. Two people, we're doing good here. I like it. We're doing good. We don't like to waste. It's not efficient. You can ask Nate about that. We don't like to waste stuff. He wasted his possessions or his inheritance with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want. A famine is a lack of food, resources for survival. So after he had an excess of, sur- of supply because of his cash, his cash money, he burnt it all. And then when he actually needed a food and such, there was nothing to even go buy, and he had no money to buy it with anyway. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. So he got a job. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything Keys working? I think I think we're having technical. There it goes. Okay. It just feels good. Um, but when he came to himself, he said, How many of the father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? I perish with hunger. Um, by the way, we've got a really cool keyboard. This thing's really old. We got a really cool Nord. It matches Nolani's shirt. But we haven't brought that in yet. It's really cool, I was saying, not to digress here. Verse 18, I will rise and go to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So what he's done is he asked his dad for his inheritance. He went and he wasted it in a sinful way. And then he got in dire straits and needed food. And when he was far away, the famine hit, so there was no food. So he had no choice but to come back and beg his father to help him. I will rise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he was, he understood what he did. And he asked if his dad would just hire him. 
And he rose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion, actually, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. To fall on his neck means an embrace, like a big hug. Like it's a, it's a term we don't hear often, but that's what it means. They embraced and he kissed and loved on his son. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. And he was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. So he welcomed him back unexpectedly with such a grace. It was just not fathomable. And so the big brother hears of this. Now the older son was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. Why is there such joy going on in the house? And he said to him, your brother has come. And because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. That means he made a feast for him, a barbecue. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I've been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I might be merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came who has devoured your livelihood, basically wasted your inheritance with harlots, we won't say what those are, prostitutes, and you killed the fatted calf for him? Like, what's this about? And he said to him, son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad. But I want to give you this passage that you've probably heard to some degree in your life of the son who was a party animal, the prodigal son. Prodigal is a party waster, frivolous adjective. Luke chapter 15, verse 11 through 32. This is the story of the lost son or the prodigal son. Two sons loved deeply by their father. Verse 11, he says, Then he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided them, divided to them his livelihood, his inheritance, essentially. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. Has anybody ever wasted anything of value? Come on, somebody. Nobody's wasted anything. Two people. We're doing good here. I like it. We're doing good. We don't like to waste. It's not efficient. You can ask Nate about that. We don't like to waste stuff. He wasted his possessions or his inheritance with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want. A famine is a lack of food, resources for survival. So after he had an excess of of supply because of his his cash money, he burnt it all. And then when he actually needed a food and such, there was nothing to even go buy, and he had no money to buy it with anyway. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. So he got a job. 
And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. The key's working. I think, I think we're having technical. There it goes. Okay. It just feels good. Um, but when he came to himself, he said, how many of the father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? I perish with hunger. Um, by the way, we've got a really cool keyboard. This thing's really gold. We got a really cool Nord. It matches Nolani's shirt, but we haven't brought that in yet. It's really cool. I was saying, not to dig- digress here. Verse 18, I will rise and go to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So what he's done is he asked his dad for his inheritance. He went and he wasted it in a sinful way. And then he got in dire straits and needed food. And when he was far away, the famine hit, so there was no food. So he had no choice but to come back and beg his father to help him. I will rise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he, was, he understood what he did, and he asked if his dad would just hire him. And he rose and came to his father, but when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion, actually, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. To fall on his neck means an embrace, like a big hug. Like, it's a, it's a term we don't hear often, but that's what it means. They embraced, and he kissed and loved on his son. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and in your sight I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. And he was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. So he welcomed him back unexpectedly with such a grace. It was just not fathomable. And so the big brother hears of this. Now the older son was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. Why is there such joy going on in the house? And he said to him, your brother has come. And because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. That means he made a feast for him, a barbecue. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I've been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I might be married with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came who has devoured your livelihood, basically wasted your inheritance with harlots, we won't say what those are, prostitutes, and you killed the fatted calf for him? Like, what's this about? And he said to him, son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad. But I want to give you this passage that you've probably heard to some degree in your life of the son who was a party animal, the prodigal son. Prodigal is a partying, waster, frivolous adjective. Luke chapter 15, verse 11 through 32. This is the story of the lost son or the prodigal son. 
two sons loved deeply by their father. Verse 11, he says, Then he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided them, divided to them his livelihood, his inheritance, essentially. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. Has anybody ever wasted anything of value? Come on, somebody, nobody's wasted anything. Two people, we're doing good here. I like it. We're doing good. We don't like to waste. It's not efficient. You can ask Nate about that. We don't like to waste stuff. He wasted his possessions or his inheritance with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want. A famine is a lack of food, resources for survival. So after he had an excess of supply because of his cash, his cash money, he burnt it all. And then when he actually needed a food and such, there was nothing to even go buy, and he had no money to buy it with anyway. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. So he got a job. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. The key's working. I think, I think we're having technical. There it goes. Okay. It just feels good. Um, but when he came to himself, he said, how many of the father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? I perish with hunger. Um, by the way, we've got a really cool keyboard. This thing's really gold. We got a really cool Nord. It matches Nolani's shirt, but we haven't brought that in yet. It's really cool, I'm just saying, not to dig- digress here. Verse 18, I will rise and go to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. And I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So what he's done is he asked his dad for his inheritance. He went and he wasted it in a sinful way. And then he got in dire straits and needed food. And when he was far away, the famine hit, so there was no food. So he had no choice but to come back and beg his father to help him. I will rise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he, was, he understood what he did, and he asked if his dad would just hire him. And he rose and came to his father, but when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion, actually, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. To fall on his neck means an embrace, like a big hug. Like, it's a, it's a term we don't hear often, but that's what it means. They embraced, and he kissed and loved on his son. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and in your sight I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. And he was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. So he welcomed him back unexpectedly with such a grace. It was just not fathomable. And so the big brother hears of this. Now the older son 
was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. Why is there such joy going on in the house? And he said to him, your brother has come. And because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. That means he made a feast for him, a barbecue. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I've been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I might be married with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured your livelihood, basically wasted your inheritance with harlots, we won't say what those are, prostitutes, and you killed the fatted calf for him? Like, what's this about? And he said to him, son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad. But I want to give you this passage that you've probably heard to some degree in your life of the son who was a party animal, the prodigal son. Prodigal is a party waster, frivolous adjective. Luke chapter 15, verse 11 through 32. This is the story of the lost son or the prodigal son. Two sons loved deeply by their father. Verse 11, he says, Then he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided divided to them his livelihood, his inheritance, essentially. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. Has anybody ever wasted anything of value? Come on, somebody, nobody's wasted anything. Two people, we're doing good here. I like it. We're doing good. We don't like to waste. It's not efficient. You can ask Nate about that. We don't like to waste stuff. He wasted his possessions or his inheritance with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want. A famine is a lack of food, resources for survival. So after he had an excess of supply because of his cash, his cash money, he burnt it all. And then when he actually needed a food and such, there was nothing to even go buy, and he had no money to buy it with anyway. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. So he got a job. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. The key's working. I think, I think we're having technical. There it goes. Okay. It just feels good. Um, but when he came to himself, he said, How many of the father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? I perish with hunger. Um, By the way, we've got a really cool keyboard. This thing's really old. We got a really cool Nord. It matches Nolani's shirt, but we haven't brought that in yet. It's really cool, I was saying, not to digress here. Verse 18, I will rise and go to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. And I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So what he's done is he asked his dad for his inheritance. He went and he 
wasted it in a sinful way. And then he got in dire straits and needed food. And when he was far away, the famine hit, so there was no food. So he had no choice but to come back and beg his father to help him. I will rise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he, was, he understood what he did, and he asked if his dad would just hire him. And he rose and came to his father, but when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion, actually, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. To fall on his neck means an embrace, like a big hug. Like, it's a, it's a term we don't hear often, but that's what it means. They embraced, and he kissed and loved on his son. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and in your sight I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. And he was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. So he welcomed him back unexpectedly with such a grace. It was just not fathomable. And so the big brother hears of this. Now the older son was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. Why is there such joy going on in the house? And he said to him, your brother has come. And because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. That means he made a feast for him, a barbecue. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I've been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I might be merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came who has devoured your livelihood, basically wasted your inheritance with harlots, we won't say what those are, prostitutes, and you killed the fatted calf for him? Like, what's this about? And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad.